Hello there and welcome to the Redbird Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues ranging from the pressures of materialism in the social media age to protecting our mental health and even relationships as originally designed by God. And I'm your host, Chidema. Now let's dive in. Welcome to this episode of the Red Lead Podcast. Today is indeed an amazing day. We're glad to have Dr. Esther Longe with us today. Welcome. Thank you. Dr. Esther Longe is an experienced marketing strategist and the founder of God in Real Life Outreach, which was inspired by a need to provide a safe place for Christians to share, learn, and grow together in God. She's happily married with two amazing children. She's also the author of The God in Real Life Devotional and The God Really Say, a practical and encouraging guide in hearing from God. On a personal note, I would also add that she is a true life example of God's awesomeness towards us. And I have read and still read her guide on how to hear from God. I, the first time I read it, I was actually um, on a flight to Egypt. And I was so scared. When I'm on board a flight, I get really nervous. And I'm like, okay, God, I want to hear you. <laughs> Tell me to calm down. I want to hear you say, peace be still. And I was reading the book because I was nervous. But you know, while reading the book, I just started having amazing encounters with God. I was looking outside and just experiencing God's mightiness. And this is me going, I was not even shaking any longer. When usually I'll be there going in Kitibusu to Yoduru, like speaking in tongues and shaking (laughs) my legs. But yes, I have been blessed, not once, not twice, countless times. So I can't wait for her to just share with us. And I hope you all get blessed as well. So thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for such a warm welcome. And I am so grateful even for um, the experience that you shared. It's phenomenal what happens when we ask God to to speak or show us his perspective of whatever it is that we're going through. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was thinking about what to share, I just thought let's just um, share like a bit of my background and how I got to, to hear to this point just a little bit you know because I don't have that much time but just you know. so um so I grew up in a single parent home you know um and my mom was and still is you know like firebrand Christian mm. but um so like the first book I read was the bible you know every um every day we had morning and night devotion on Sunday we had the three times but we had home fellowship you know, I would, me and my brother would go to um, vigils in our pajamas. You know, it was just God, 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 God. Yeah. You know, and then I became, you know, a teenager and I'm like, there's something not really adding up about this picture, you know, because God, if you're so good, then where's my dad? You know, like, because we kept praying, oh Lord, let daddy come home. But then I realized that he's not coming home because he has a different home with a right. different family. So, right. you know, I started having a lot of questions, you know, about God. And so, you know, I found myself in this um relationship state where you know you're like we are with god you're like god i'm here i'm in your house i'm a christian yeah. because if the trumpets will sound today <laughs> i don't want to be on the wrong side of destiny you know what i mean like i'm not trying to go to hell you know but i had like crazy questions for god i'm like i don't understand you guys are so good then what is all this happening you know and so i mean i had a lot of experiences happen to me which you know i, I probably won't go into today you know phenomenal <laughs> things happen but they only raise more questions for me because i'm like uh-uh, 
God, this doesn't fit into the narrative that I have of you. So it wasn't until I'm going to say 2014, bearing in mind that I gave my life to Christ at age five. So this is like, and that was, I don't want to say how old or what year yeah. five was. You understand? But let's just say this is. Like, <laughs> This is like you know a couple of you know like let's say two decades later you know what i mean and then i'm like ah, i got two plus two decades plus you know and i'm like ah, what was happening here you know and so one day um i go to my church then as i was in the uk you know i go to my church and it was what a gym gym church you know it wasn't like a on fire church it was a church of england you know church anglican yeah. church and i go there and I had a lot of questions for God, you know, like I was going through a season where I was examining things that were happening in my life that were not making sense. So I was really like low-key angry with God when I went into that church, you know, that day. I was very upset. And so I'm just sitting in church. Now in in the church there are only like two black women, right? One of them was older and then there was me. Now on that particular day, the older woman was not in church. Other than I said that what happened to me next was because maybe they confused me with the other person. Mm-hmm. But the Oh, I'm the only one there that day, so you have to be me. So this lady comes up to me and she says to me that, "Oh, God, you know, highlighted me to her It means that you know God kind of like shone His spotlight on me when I entered, you know, into church, and that God says to tell me that He loves my heart." <laughs> As in, I've never expressed such kind of confusion before. I'm like, which hat? This hat that is angry with you? Are you serious? So I go back home and I'm like, okay, God, let's have an honest conversation. If you are really good, then why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why, 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 why? You know, and you know, for the first time, and I've been a Christian for you know 24 years at the time. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, explain to me why? Why did you allow you know my mother, my father to be together? Why did you allow me to be abused? Why did you allow this? Why did you allow that? Why did you allow this? And then God now showed me through Exodus 19:4. The verse says, "I bore you on eagles' wings out of Egypt." You know, and He said to me that I literally and figuratively protected you. I kept you from dying, so that if you get to this point, you can have this conversation. You know, and you can surrender to my plan, and I can protect you effectively. You know, and that changed my perspective on a lot of things because I was like, okay, you know, I do have an enemy that is real. You get that wakes up every morning thinking of how we can kill yeah, yeah. and destroy. You know, and the only reason I'm alive, you know, is because God hasn't allowed that happen. Because if the devil had his way, I would be dead and gone. Hmm. And so I was like, okay, you know, uh, I'm ready to shift my perspective. And that is when I actually began to experience true intimacy with God. So before I was just practicing religion, where I'm going to church, I'm marking up a box. Today I'm high, you know, with God. I'm like, oh God, you're so amazing. The next day I'm like, what is all this Christianity stuff? Like right. a yo-yo. But after that day. You know, I never went back to to status quo. Like I'm not. I've always had. I've, even till now, I still have questions for God. Like there's some things I don't understand. But it's always from a perspective of you know, God is good and He He's gonna give me you know a different perspective to the one that I'm currently experiencing. You know, so I just I just find that it's good for me to start at that point because. Um, you can't really experience intimacy with God. You can't really hear from God if you don't have a if you don't have an honest conversation with Him first. Now, let me explain. You can hear from Him, you know. And a lot of us we call it our instincts. We call it our gut. We call it oh, you know, something told me. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just feel. Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> something that told you. Something just yeah. told me that my skin just told me that there's something wrong. You know, but you know, but it, for for most of us, it happens as a one-off. Right. You know, so you know you can point at parts times in your life where something told you or you got like a feeling of deja vu. Don't 
do this, don't do that. Mm. And, you know, it's like almost like sporadic, you know. But if you want to get into a place where you are experiencing God on the daily, where you are hearing from Him and, you know, He's speaking to you and all of that stuff and you're having a communication, then it starts from a place of intimacy. But you can't have true intimacy or true lasting intimacy without having the honest conversations first. Thank you so much. This is a good start. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so just a few questions, but I'll start first with how can you, okay, I'm being specific to young adults. Right. But how right. can you hear from God and build a relationship, a really solid one, not just like you said, the yo-yo one of today I'm hot, tomorrow I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure. But how can they build a solid relationship with our father in a world where there are many voices, social media, the need to get likes on all the platforms that exist, the, the need to also train at all costs. How can they be mm-hmm. that they're also even proud to say, yep, I love God and I'm not going to follow the status quo. I'm just mm-hmm. going to be me, awesome Christ. How? Okay, great question. So, um, you know me, I like to give examples. I'm not really yeah. going to like theories and stuff. Okay, so, so yeah, seems like I did my life back at age five. Um, by the time I became a teenager, I was like, um, something is missing in this picture. I don't get it. And so I entered into a phase where, you know, I was just doing enough, you know, to to be there to get to the yeah. trumpet sound. But um, you know, um, it got to a point where I was so, as I did realize, well, I was looking really mad at everybody because there are a lot of things I didn't understand. You know, there were also questions that I had in my identity, especially because I had, you know, a father one because if, if my dad who's supposed to stay, you know, he's supposed to be the number one person to be there. Do you know what I mean? When everybody else is, is where the world is leaving you and leave me, then why was there what's the excuse for, for anybody else to stay? You know, so you know what I mean? So I was I, I had issues with my identity, you know, and I was always I low-key really wanted to have friends, but I also I had my heart broken by by friends. So so I was always very moody. I would enter a room and I would look around and I would just feel like people were talking about me or I just I just didn't feel like I fit in. I'll try to cut this story short, but long story short, I saw the car, my mother's car, and I went to a party. Yeah, I've done it before and I've gotten away with it. So obviously that gave me the liberty to do it again. So this time I'm on Third Milan Bridge and I'm about to come down Third Milan Bridge, you know, and I, I I get a phone call. So I think it's the people I'm going to meet at the party. You know, I pick up the phone and I hear my mom's voice. So I almost you know you almost love your 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 body, your spirit leaves your body mm-hmm. and comes back. You know, and she's like, Esther, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'll be right back. You get I'm I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> and literally I drove from Ikoi, Jiget, unborn yeah. to Zaba in seven minutes. Like I was like, either I die on this third Milan bridge, Jiggy, you know, kill me on this bridge, or I get up in one piece. Mm. And then I get home and my mom says, Esther, why won't you just, you know, surrender to God and everything? And so I'm like, okay, God. I'm like, Mom, if God is so good, then you know, why are we the way that we are? Why didn't you know why why you know my dad and all of that stuff, you know? But anyway, so we had that conversation and then the next day I go and surrender my life to Christ because I made her cry and I never wanted to make her cry. Right. So I surrendered my life to Christ. And um something weird happened. God now began to heal my identity to the point where I was like, God thinks I'm, I'm cool. Like, he thinks I'm all right. Do you understand? Like, he really thinks I'm a great person. And so I found out that the less I cared about what people thought, the more they actually wanted to be my friend. It was the craziest thing ever. I never, as in, the more I can't, as in, I can't explain it. I'm like, ah, ah, this people that I really was going over, you be my friend. Oh, I, I'm going over and beyond. I'm bending backwards for you. Do you understand? The minute I gave my life to Christ again, and I was like, do you know what, God? You know, like, I'm securing my identity in you. 
people wanted to be my friend. All of a sudden, they found me cool, and I was like, okay. So perhaps the secret is to find your identity in Christ first. Do you understand? And then every other thing will be added, you know. And so even now, it's weird because the more like when you have a relationship with somebody, so just imagine that you really, really care about somebody, right? Or you're trying to develop a relationship with somebody. Right. Um, you like a, you like a girl, you like a guy. Still, even if you are stressed from the day, you will still find time to call the person. True. As in, you want to sleep. Do you remember? I mean, obviously, you guys, the teenagers will not know this one, but there was a season where they had MTN midnight calls. Midnight calls. And what, <laughs> <laughs> and what it meant was that from 12 to 4, calls were free. Yeah. As in, that, do you understand that? You would have, me, I would have already working, then I would have gone to work with. And you wouldn't yes, be so I can't remember what the best thing is, you get because obviously these people they are faded, you get but yeah. up from 12 to 4, tell me about your dreams, tell me about your vision for your life, or what was your favorite food? Like you want to hear everything and yeah. everything about the person, you just can't get enough. That's how God wants us to be with Him. Like He wants us to just like no matter how stressed, stressful your day is, you know, it's like something is missing. I haven't spoken to God yet. God, what's going on? Tell me what's on your mind. Are you seeing what's going on with this corona stuff? Mm-hmm. Can I be upset? Do you know, like literally have a relationship with him to the point where something is missing if you haven't spoken to him. But you can't even get to that place of intimacy until guess what? You have an honest conversation with him. Yep. Yeah. Hope that answers the question in a long roundabout way. Please <laughs> answer it perfectly. Thank you. So my next well, question is for Favor. Hi, Favor. Hi, I'm Chidima. <laughs> Okay, I would okay because you're the only one here for today, so I can only address you. So just take it like that, eh? It's low. Okay. Okay, so I would like to know because I feel you're the voice for your generation. That's me decreeing it, by the way. So own it, okay? Amen. Yeah. Who is God to you, and how do you know if you have a real relationship with Him? Um. So. From the basic understanding that every Christian has, and almost every child that grew up in a Christian home was taught God is our maker and we're meant to serve Him because that's why He was created. So, um, at first, at first, I've shared this story before with you and Chidima, but I'm just gonna say it again. So, at first, my relationship with God was just when mommy says, Let's pray, we all gather together and pray, and then that's all. That was just it. When mommy says, Let's pray. So, fortunately, I was privileged to go to a Christian school where we pray every time. Like they always say in my school that this is not university, this is a Jesus university. <laughs> We're raising Christians. And then my first week, I wasn't having a call. We we're having chapel service every, almost every day. And I was just complaining. And then one day in my service unit, because like every year I have to be in service unit, so I joined dance service units. Yeah. Because somewhere in my mind I was thinking it would be more of dance and less of Christianity. <laughs> so it won't be so somewhere in my mind but yeah. it was just got them and got a and I'm not complaining one day somebody came to me and said what are you studying so I'm not engineering he's like that's five years I said yes he said you know what this thing will go on for five years you keep on having it every day for five years so it's either you start attending it and loving it and understanding it than trying to say I'm forcing myself to go I'm forcing myself to go so I was like oh this is very amazing so then I was trying I was really trying but then my mind wasn't clear so one day, one Saturday, I was sick in school. And then when I, 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 and it wasn't, well, I wasn't very sick. I wasn't too sick that I couldn't go for torture. But I was just like, no, this is my excuse. But then my friend said, let's just go. Stand up, let's go. So we went. And then they were like, if you can't speak in tongues here, put your hands up. 
at first I did put my hand over, I was like, I can't speak in tongue and I'm not really sure it's my thing. It's not fit for me. But they just said, okay, I put my hand up and then they said praying, everybody said following the Holy Spirit, but I didn't. And then he's like, he came to me and he's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I can't feel anything. Like, you can't just, because you're just saying, it is in you speak. And I'm like, I can't feel what is in me. I can't feel anything. You don't have to make me feel. Mm. So he said, okay, touch my hand and you will feel the spirit. So I closed my hand and I'm like, okay, pray on. Communicate. So I touched his hand and I was rolling on the floor. I was shaking. I was speaking in tongues. Everybody was like, everybody was clapping. I'm like, oh my God, people, I can't believe. It's not what happened now. It's not as in, it can't be possible. This cannot have happened. Like, it was amazing. And then since then, I started seeing God in a very, very, very different way. I started seeing him as a creator, but also as a best friend. Like, so I had to be in a relationship with God whereby I can write. Sometimes I write, like, I'm not, I'm praying, but I'm putting my prayer on people like, you know what, God, today, I'm not really in the mood for anything. This, this, this. And there are a lot of times when he has shown up for me, even before I've prayed, even before I've said, oh God, I need this, 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 this. He's already there. He's already doing it for me. There have been times when I've been sick and then one girl just passes and she's like, sorry, in this room, somebody is sick and the Holy Spirit led me. I'm like, oh, I'm sick and then she's praying. I'm like, God, this is how you actually work. Mm. So personally to me, I've seen God now as my protector, as my everything. Like, so without him, I'm not moving forward. Without him, I'm not moving back. Without him, I'm not able to stand. So is it that I'm I'm standing with him or I'm not standing anymore? Praise God, I love that. You know, while you were speaking, it just occurred to me that almost every Nigerian child, I'm sure Obum, you can testify to this too, grew up in a household of being forced to pray, yeah, being forced to go to church, right, Esther? Like, we're all forced to do these things. And because we're forced to do it, after what? Forced to do everything. Do you understand? It felt like a long something. It's almost like, oh, they've come again. Oh, this Jesus, this Jesus, that. But it gets to a point where, as Esther mentioned, your identity, God starts to reveal your identity. And your identity is mirroring Christ. Simple. And when you start to understand all that, there, there comes this confidence. You know, people start seeing you and they're wondering, ah, what's up with, like, all of a sudden she's like this, or all of a sudden he's like that. And it's not even because you trust your own abilities, because you trust God. So the confidence starts to show and you start to have a new approach to life. So for me, that, that's just really amazing to know the fact that maybe the reason why a lot of people struggle when they're young, maybe when they are saying, oh, let's go and do this, let's go and do that. And they feel like, ah, if I say no, they'll think I'm not cool. I'm, I'm on fresh. I don't know how you guys say this is or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you realize, because even they are not even favor in that thing. <laughs> I think she is. <laughs> and, and it's not to feel like it's because, oh, they, they're not doing what everyone else is doing when it's just as simple as they don't know themselves. There's something my mom said to me a while back when you don't know where you're going, everyone will tell you where to go. And that's where yeah. missing, when they say you miss road. Yeah. That's when it starts. So that's just really, really, really fantastic. Thank you so much, Faithful. So back Thank to you. Esther. 
Doctor, how as is it important to have a personal relationship with God? Oh wow, it's is everything. You know, um, one of the the biggest questions that we have, you know, from the minute that we can begin to, you know, think that deeply is okay. Why am why on earth am I here? Like, what's my purpose? Why am I here? Like, what's what am I supposed to do? You know, like you just know everybody's born with that sense of knowing that they're they're created for more. Yeah. But then the world will start telling you, okay, this is the way to go. This is what to do. This is what is raining. This is what is not raining. And before you know, you are just like confused because you're like, um, I don't get it. But there's someone who does, you know. And I like what Favor said about knowing even God as your creator because if you if you if you know God as as your creator and your father, so it's not just your creator in that is the you know mad scientist just using you as Frankenstein for experiments and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But that is your dad, and not just like random dads, you know, because we have all kinds of experiences about that. But a dad that is invested in your success, then you're like, okay, God, like I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Can you show me what is on your heart? Show me what you created me for, you know. And there's something that changes in you, just like um, Juma was saying about about confidence when you know when you know what you're doing when you know that you're working with god when you know that you are you are working in your purpose the purpose that he created you for it changes everything you know the world has changed and it is still changing in such a phenomenal way like i'm i remember when i was reluctant to join facebook now it's not just facebook is instagram i remember when i joined when they were asking me to join instagram i was like eh? so people would just be taking picture yeah, up and down the place, and that's i'm telling you and, and that's what the thing is about people taking pictures that doesn't sound like 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 fun meanwhile there i am jigger we probably jigger you know a growing insta family and i'm just like wow you know and now i'm hearing about tiktok and all these things that are happening every you know but guess what even though we call God the ancient of days, he is still relevant today. Like he knows exactly what you need to be doing, how to position yourself or even all the crazy things that are happening. You know, he's the one that can tell you. So your parents can say, oh, I want you to be a doctor, you know, engineer. Sorry, people. Hi. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like all these five, this, this fivefold, um, what do they call it? Um, occupation. So if you're not a doctor, if you're not an engineer, if you're not, um, you know what I mean? Then you are not doing it. I'm telling you, lawyer. I can't remember the other ones where I think they're like five. You cannot be an accountant. You cannot exactly. do those things. You are failed in life. Do you know what I mean? You know? But look, there's so many other um, um, occupations now. Who would have thought, Jige, that influencer is, is a job title? You a know? very so, lucrative like, one. Girl, like, like, but God is the one. If you sit with him, if I show you what to do, how to do it, like, he knows how to, you know, just, like, guide you in such a way that even when things happen, you're not thrown off, you're not confused, you know, he can even open your heart and mind to big, big dreams, you know, things that you never even thought about, you know, so it's so important to just spend time asking him to show you his manual for your life, you know, that just lead me, God, just show me, and when you follow God, it will turn as a will up and we'll look back and we'll look like we planned it people will look at us and say oh my god you must be so smart you're so brilliant you get happy you have planned your life like this but all you were doing was just following your creator following your heavenly father who knows everything about everything and you know and he's he's willing to lead and to guide us you know accordingly praise god thank you um sorry i kind of went to the preaching mode then that's what happened praise god like wow Thank you very much. So before we round off, well, we are rounding up anyway. Esther, 
final word for our young people on how to just shine for God and own it. Mm, how to just shine for God and own it. You know, I can only speak from my own experience, you know, where, um, see, when, okay, let me actually, I love this analogy. So, um, do you remember, I'm guessing, I, I want to guess that everybody here has, has been in love, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not going to call anybody out, people, yeah. but I feel like I'm going to go you know, when you like somebody, there's nobody that comes across you that they don't just, you, they hear the person's name by mis- by mistake, quote unquote. quote. Like, when you're in love with the person, also like, oh, and that's how it's going to, you know, so, so, and so, you know, and then you're like, and, and Oti did this, you know? Mm. And, and this, so they're like, who is this person? Do you guess? You mentioned this person's name like five times. Like, oh, have I? You don't realize it, but it just seems to, you can't stop talking about him or her yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're, you know? So that's the thing. Like, it's almost like, it's like, how do you stop talking about someone you love? You can't because every, you want everybody to know about this person. You want everybody to experience what you have experienced. And that's what happens when you find yourself in an intimate relationship with God, where all of a sudden God goes beyond this person that they talk about every Sunday somebody that you have experienced look at Fable talking about her experience yeah. with God how God was so mindful of her even when she was not feeling well like you can't buy that do you know what I mean like it's like yeah. this is a personal experience I have with God it's so yeah. deeply personal you know and people will people will, will gravitate towards that because they're like you have experienced something that I want to experience you have felt a power that I want to feel you have felt a love that I want to feel you know so it's almost about pressing in for that intimate relationship with God and what does that mean it just means, look, God, Lord, I've heard about you from my mother. I've heard about you from my father. I've heard about you from the pastor. Everybody and their dog has an opinion about you. Yeah. But I want to experience you for you. I want to know what the hype is about. Like, really, are you really all that, God? Are you, or are you just somebody that is in, you know, the, 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 this ancient book that we have to read? Lord, make yourself real to me. Guess what? God will show up. He will show up in a way. Okay, Lord, if you're really, if you're really there, Tell me what to wear today. Not now that we're in lockdown, that you're not really going anywhere. But imagine, you guys, you're going somewhere. Yeah. Tell me what to wear. Tell me which way to pass. Just practice hearing from God in the little things. You know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, maybe God says, okay, you feel you feel something in you that says, oh, don't go through, um, what's the name of that other target? Uh, don't go through the VI target. Go through the um, Lekki Koi target. I'm like, mm, okay, since I told God to direct me, let me just try the Lekki Koi target. You go through it everywhere is clear. Then you now hear that there was an accident at the, you know, the VI one. You're like, oh, maybe that thing you get that said go this way was really God speaking to me. Okay, God, God is, listen, what changed my life forever is this. God wants to speak to us more than we want to hear from him. Like, he's not there just saying, oh, you know, whenever you feel like, come and see me. Like, he's desperate for a relationship with us because he so loved us that he gave the one thing that was so precious to him, his only son. You know, and we hear this scripture and we become so familiar with it that it almost has lost its meaning. But think about it. Are you willing to give up your brother, your sister, your father? But I know they can be annoying, but really, would you want to sacrifice them for anybody? Not to talk of strangers that you don't know. Mm. That's how much God loves us. That's how much he wants a relationship with us you know so i promise you that if you sit with him and say lord just speak to my heart just show up let me know that you are there let me know that you're real he will show up and he will keep showing up as long as you do and so that's just what i would like to say to you okay fantastic thank you so much esther for coming on and just sharing 
Oh, so much, so much, so much, so much. You've blessed us. And I'm sure everyone who is listening in has been blessed as well. And we hope to have you come on again soon by God's grace. Cool. I pray Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much and take care. God bless. God bless. Thank All right. you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.